Welcome along to episode 9 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. And if you haven't already noticed, we are now on Twitter. That's right, the Money to Burn universe has taken to Twitter. So, if you want to follow us on social media and you have Twitter, go on over to money to underscore burn and join the many, many Money to Burn fans that have already joined us there. And he's going to talk about the show and anything else he's like too, alright? So, Money to Burn... Two underscore burn, that's where you'll get us. On this week's show, we have all your favourites. A what? You never knew. We'll have no more funny business as well. And we have the return of Plan B, which proved really popular when it made its first appearance on last week's show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy all Money to Burn has to offer. You're listening to Money to Burn. What? You never knew! On Money to Burn. Coming up now, it's a section that I like to call What? You never knew! And it's one of the most popular sections on the show, What You Never Knew. Uh, when people reach out to us on money to burn podcast at gmail.com, it's often the section that they say they love the most. And for very good reason. We have a classic for you this week. It revolves around days. Now, every day has its own little story, its own identity. Wednesday, it's hump day. Two days either side of it. So you've got two days that you were working and then you're on the lovely slope into that beautiful weekend. Thursday, Probably payday if you're working, uh, if you get paid on a weekly or a bi-weekly basis. A lot of people get paid on a Thursday. Friday, like, show me someone who doesn't love Friday. It speaks for itself. What a day. Go to the pub for a pint. Go to a football match. Stay up late. Do what you like because it's the weekend. Then Saturday, you've got your lovely lion. You've got the football on the telly. You've got you probably your cheat day. If you're training and you're in, uh, eating a healthy diet all week, Saturday's probably the day where you're letting it go a little bit. You can really enjoy yourself. Then you've got Sundays, the relaxing day. You think of Sunday, you think of Sunday roast, reading the papers, chilling out, nothing to really be doing. Then you've got Monday. Yeah, fair enough. Some people like it. and They see it's a potential of a new week, a fresh start. And then there's a lot of people who actually hate it. There's songs written about it, people who hate Mondays. Um, but at least it has an identity. Because when you get to Tuesday, what is Tuesday? Tuesday is just a day that's kind of just thrown in there. Like, it doesn't really have anything about it. But that is until now. Because it turns out that Tuesday is the most productive day of the week for getting things done at work. Yes, According to a recent survey by human resource managers at Account Temps, that's the day when most people are working at their peak and accomplishing the most. So if you're out there and you're working hard and you're trying to make as much money as you can, Tuesday is the day to get those projects done and get stuck in because it's the most productive day of the week. Monday actually comes in second. Wednesday 3rd and then Thursday Friday are tied for the least productive at work but that's why Tuesday now does have an identity so if you are looking to get something done when it comes to getting stuff jobs work projects whatever it is people choose Tuesday to contact money to burn please reach out on money to burn podcast at gmail.com
Money Mansions on Money to Burn. So this week's Money Mentions, we have two Money Mentions this week. And the first one is an unusual one. It's an actual hashtag that we're giving a shout out to, right? But it is so much more than a hashtag. It's hashtag LoudChat. L-O-U-T-H-C-H-A-T. And what LoudChat is, is it's a, it's a local network for businesses to support and promote each other on Twitter. And they use the hashtag LoudChat on a daily basis to boost each other's views, to get people onto their profile, to see their product, get it in front of people. Um, and specifically, Specifically on Tuesdays between 8 to 9. That's what I seen it. Last Tuesday I was on Twitter and there was a lot of football matches and all going on around Ireland. And what did I see? A hashtag with loud chat trending. So I clicked in, had a look and I found a really, really good business idea and utilising hashtags and utilising Twitter. Um, The main people who run the page is Mary Lawless um, and Maureen Ward. uh, Mo Ward. They both run the page uh, mainly. And there's so many people on there who share their businesses, local businesses, obviously at the moment um, with COVID-19, especially uh, taking businesses down for a long time, people weren't able to make money. Um, This is a really, really good idea. And if you're in an area um, and you want to promote your business, it's a great idea to get going and using hashtags uh, to really, really push your business. So I want to give a quick shout out there this week on Money Mentions to Loud Chat and say keep doing what you're doing uh, because it's really, really good and so many other uh, communities could um, adopt uh, to it now the second one is for a podcast and it's another new podcast we're actually spoiled lately uh, for new podcasts launching and um, at this stage I, i'm like nine episodes deep now into this podcast and i already feel uh, like an old school at it and um, because there's so many new ones popping up but this one's a really good one and it's called tackling sport okay now tackling sport as you can tell is a sports uh, podcast and it's presented by sean hussey and daniel hussey and it's a really really good podcast and um, every week they bring you different insights into the world of sport they talk to players agents referees and everyone in between that's what they say the podcast about it's really really good first episode i had a listen it was the life of a football agent really really interesting to see the behind the scenes um, of a football agent what he has to do i've often heard a lot of people saying they'd love to be a football agent but by the sounds of it it's a lot of hard work but very enjoyable so there are two shout outs this week so give tackling sport a listen and after you listen to money to burn of course throw on a bit of tackling sport as well it's well worth a listen and while you're at it, go on to Twitter and have a look at Loud Chat. Money to Burn is now on Twitter. To join the other Money to Burn maestros from around the globe, find us under Money to underscore Burn. That's Money to underscore Burn. You're listening to Money to Burn's Plan B. So we're going to have another Plan B for you on the show today. Um, We had our first ever Plan B uh, on last week's episode and it proved really, really popular. So Plan B is back this week and we have a really good one for you, okay? So we're looking at a company um, that was basically trying to solve a problem. And that's that's a great way of starting up a business is you look for a problem and you come up with a solution and then you have a business um, if you can deliver it. But where it goes wrong is when someone tries to solve a problem 
that just doesn't exist. They just try to create a problem and think, oh, that's an issue for you, isn't it? I'm going to create a product for you. And you're kind of thinking, no, that's actually not an issue whatsoever. And that's exactly what this company called Washboard did, okay? And what Washboard was trying to do was they were trying to sell customers quarters for laundry machines. Yeah, because a lot of times uh, in the States, when you go to do your laundry, you put a quarter in the machine. So they thought, oh, a lot of people, they can't, they don't have quarters, they don't have change. We'll sell them quarters, okay? Now, what they were doing was, it was a subscription basis that people would pay monthly uh, $20. Um, well, they'd get $20, for they say, worth of quarters, but they'd pay $27 for them. So they were basically paying $7 every month just to have their quarters given to them. Now, as you can imagine, it didn't really prove popular whatsoever. They were trying to invent uh, something that didn't really need fixing. And Washboard actually had the honour of being named the worst startup ever by the Washington Times. Yes, the worst startup ever. I suppose that's something. At least you weren't kind of terrible but you weren't the worst ever because then you kind of wouldn't even have that title at least whoever invented that can say that i once invented the worst idea the worst startup of all times by the washington times and even with a bit of coverage in the washington times it still didn't get better and in fact they actually closed down after being business in being a business for only a week they had 10 customers usually i try to look into uh, how much a company made over the entire year but unfortunately for a washboard they didn't even get past the first quarter. You're listening to Money to Burn, where we talk about the lighter side of business. Money to Burn's Hot Topic. So this week's hot topic, we're going to be looking at worry, and in particular, ways in which you can stop worrying. Obviously, the last few months has been very tough for a lot of people in lockdown, COVID-19, worrying about their health, worrying about their business, a lot of people worrying about money. There's so much stuff to worry about that it's easy to get overwhelmed by it. John Lubbock said... A very good quote, I love it. A day's worry is more tiring than a week's work. And I think a lot of people out there who are listening now will agree with that. There's often you might work really hard for the week and come Friday you still feel amazing because you've done such good work. Your brain's in a good place, your mind's in a good place and you don't feel tired at all. Whereas even a day of worry, if you have a sleepless night, you're tossing and turning, you're thinking about stuff, your mind's running a million miles an hour, will tire you out a lot more than a week's work even will. Because worry leads to anxiety. Anxiety leads to sleepless nights. Um, This leads to higher blood pressure. It's a strain on your immune system and it's just a bad cycle to get into. Um, And once you get in, it's very, very hard to get out. It's like a washing machine going round and round and there's very little being done. It's like an empty washing machine, in fact. Um, But look, we've all had tough times in the last couple of months, but there's ways in which you can get past worry ways in which i've used to try and get past worry because i suffer um from crohn's um and it's something that i've always been told by a doctor that you can't try not get worried as much as you can because worry leads to stress and stress brings on um bad basically bad health so I, i'm the person who has to kind of be stay as chill as i can and not let too much get into me and i just wanted to share a couple of my tips at uh, things that i do um on um a weekly basis that help me put worry um on the back burner and the first thing i'd say is my first tip is to set aside time to worry 
okay? Literally worry time. So as crazy as that sounds, you might be thinking you've just told us not to worry and now you're telling us to worry, but you just set it aside. So maybe once a week, maybe once a day, whatever you feel uh, you need, okay? Put the time by. Maybe it could be, could be 7 p.m. every Thursday. Set a little bit of time aside for you to worry and give yourself a time limit, say 20 minutes, half an hour. Go through the list, divide things into stuff you can control, stuff you can control, and then work out actual methods to resolve. So if, if there's things that you can do, Come up with a plan of how you're going to solve it. And if there's things that you just know they are completely out of my control, let them go. If you've given yourself 20 minutes at 7 o'clock every Thursday, come 7 o'clock, 20, or 7.20 on a Thursday. You have to let it go and move on for the next week until it comes to that time again. And then sit down again at 7 o'clock next Thursday and go through the list. And see what worries are still there that you had last week. Chances are a lot of the stuff you're worrying about would have never come to fruition. But it's important to acknowledge that you're worried. Acknowledge the worried things that you're worried about, but just not to dwell on them. Give yourself specific time to think about it and don't live in your own head. Um, the next one is an obvious one, but it's a, it's one, the reason why it's so obvious is because it's one of the best things you can do when it comes to worry is working out, okay? That's actually just doing a bit of training and working out a little bit. Now, I wouldn't be the, the most buffest guy myself, but it's important to work in some exercises. Because when you're working out, if you're running or you're lifting weights, if you're doing a martial arts class, whatever it is, you're living in the moment. And as you work out, the body releases serotonin, which makes the brain happy. And your worries suddenly, to feel a million miles away, you've probably often done a workout and you're probably doing a bit of training and it's only at the end you kind of remember, oh yeah, actually I haven't even thought about that for the last hour. So it's really, really good, as I say, with the release of serotonin into the body, it just makes you happy. It's the, As I say, it's known um, as the happy endorphin. So look, do a bit of working out, implement it in your day, no matter how uh, busy you are, try and get a little bit of time to work out. Another one is spending less time on social media. Now, the internet can be brilliant. You know I mean? Social media can be fantastic, but it can also be very toxic. Um, it's like so many things in life. A little bit can be great, but overdoing it can become really bad for you. So like reading bad news all the time, that can be good for you. You know, 90% of news on timelines are being exaggerated. They're called clickbait for a reason. It's just, they want you to basically consume the the headline and get worried and then click in and realize oh actually there's actually nothing to be worried about but by that time you're already worried and um, so start logging out of your social media like you might want to go onto facebook every day but when you're finished on facebook even if you're on it for 10 minutes make sure you log yourself out so you can't just find yourself do you ever sit there and you're on your phone and you don't realize oh wait i'm scrolling i've been on this the last 20 minutes and you don't even realize you're doing it it's a bad habit it's great to be on social media but give yourself particular times to do it and when you're finished on one platform if you're on facebook or you're on instagram Log out, log out. And the next time you want to log in, you actually have to go on and put in your password, have to put in your name, and you're much more aware that you're actually doing it. It's not just a bad habit. Um, so that's my next tip. And moving on, I'd say go easy on yourself, okay? We can often be our own biggest critics. Learn to go easy on yourself. Learn to give yourself a little bit of slack. Um, so it, when we're our biggest supporters, we make the best decisions um, and there's no need to really worry. So when you have your own back, no matter what you do, even if you make a mistake, don't give out to yourself. Tell yourself mistakes can be made and move on. And that's the best way to be because there's no point in having everyone else telling you and um, that you're doing a good job if you can't tell yourself that. And then lastly, I know this is going to sound crazy. A lot of people would say, ah, oh, look, we know that people say to do that, but it wouldn't be for me. But I'm going to throw it out at you anyway. Meditate, okay? Now people might think, nah, that's not for me. That's just sitting there and inhaling through your nose and breathing for five minutes and then 
moving on but it's not there's so much more to meditation than just sitting there and breathing the reasons to meditate there's endless okay it's so many people like that don't incorporate it into their days but meditation is something so much more than just sitting in silence it's an incredible way just to learn to live in the moment okay just to focus and relax the mind and not only uh during meditation but in everyday life too if you can live in the moment for 20 minutes just while you're sitting there just concentrating your breathing focus on exact that exact moment nothing more outside the room when you're going through your tough times during the day if you're a bit stressed if you're doing calls you're working wherever and things are getting a bit stressful just live in that moment don't think too far ahead don't let worries get in on you um, and the benefits of it are even for your health of meditation they're, they're endless they relieve headaches they boost your memory they're said to keep colds away they protect your heart and they also tap into your creativity if you're sitting there and you can't come up with some good ideas meditate for 20 minutes and you'd be very surprised with how uh, well it gets your creative juices flown and it'll also make you chilled as well it'll make you far more relaxed as an individual and um, if you're a highly strung person which i would have been in the past perhaps and um, this really is a great way of chilling you out and it'll also just put your worries a million miles away if anyone else has any tips um on uh, putting worry on the back burner we'd love to hear you on uh, money to burn podcast at gmail.com send them in and i might read them out next week money to burn the home of funny stories and money stories No more funny business on Money to Burn. So on No More Funny Business this week, we're going to be looking at a product. And when you hear about it, you're going to say there is no way anyone is making money off that. Just absolutely no way. And if you're paying attention there, you might have noticed that I replaced the word no with snow. And that's where it brings us. It brings us to America and to Kyle Waring and his wife Jess... They were shoveling snow in their front garden and they thought, I wonder would anyone buy this office? They both laughed and got on with shoveling the driveway. A couple of days later, they launched a company called Ship Snow Yo. Yeah, that's the way it's pronounced. Um, Ship Snow Yo offers you, okay, to deliver you a package. It's six pounds or 2.7 kilos uh, of snow to your door and they charge you $89. Now, a local news agency heard about this and they thought, oh, this is very good. This is kind of funny. We'll get down and maybe record them and have an interview with them and see what their business is all about. Now, a little bit of coverage like that goes a long way because it turns out that a lot of people watching the show and um, from all around the world thought, yes, we actually would like to buy snow. Some people have never touched snow in their life and um, so they wanted to buy snow. So they received hundreds of orders in the first couple of days, which has turned into thousands, uh, which has then turned into a lot of, lot of money. And um, like Snow Yo is still in business today. And um, they launched many, many years ago and they're still selling snow um, all over America and all over the world too. Uh, from their website and um, it's actually reported like this is crazy just from snow which uh, naturally occurs in many parts of the world they've actually made a five-figure 
seasonal business. Obviously, it's more popular around Christmas, places like in Ireland and stuff where we might not necessarily get snow every year. It's a good opportunity maybe to get some shipped over to us, have a snowman in your front garden and have everyone confused as to how it got there. But yeah, it's turned into a five-figure seasonal business and they're doing really, really well. Um, I actually reached out to them as well, like I like to do, and I asked Kyle and Jess what their next big business plan was and they said they had a million-dollar idea and they were just about to tell me what it was and their screen froze. And that, my friends, is episode 9 of Money to Burn in the Bag. If you'd like to join us on social media, we are now on Twitter. We are at money to underscore burn. You can talk to fans of Money to Burn from all around the world who are joining us there now uh, to talk about business, the lighter side of it, and have a bit of a laugh too. You can also get us on the email if you want to let us know what you like about the show. Um, if you'd like to get a money mention, reach out to us on money to burn podcast at gmail.com. That's M O N E Y, the number two, B Y R N E podcast at gmail.com. And we're always happy to talk to you. So, Coming up next week, we have a very special bumper edition of Money to Burn for episode 10. Very, very special show coming up, so make sure you listen out for that. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky.